friends, you're tuning in to the Negative Space Station podcast where we take the sights and sound of Cleveland and give a voice to it. Today we're talking with Ray Flanagan. Hello, Dave. <laughs> uh, coming in coming in hot in the hot box. Uh-huh. Cool beans. So November 16th showcase here. You, Taylor, who's singing right now, uh, By Light We Loom, The Morning Bird. Have you played with, you've played with Taylor before, right? Yeah, I've known Taylor for a while. Okay. Uh, and Morning Bird, uh, cool. they've come and play the 10 by 3 a bunch of times. So, I've Are you s- hosting that? No. no. Brent hosts it every week. Unless he can't be there, then either I or Jason Myers will okay. fill in for him. So I was going to say, I've seen like you guest hosted, I should say. Mm-hmm. And I remember like the last time I did it, because I'm always like working Wednesday nights, I can never make it out. I, I, don't, think about, I like, don't think I've ever seen you at a 10 by 3. I know you're always like doing something on Wednesday nights. Yeah, always losing my mind. How was the brown? It's good? I'm drinking Mr. Brown's iced coffee from the Asian market downstairs. Uh, there's a lot of sh- a lot of sugar in it. A lot of sugar. All right, so it's good. <laughs> Me and uh, Isaiah, when we started this podcast, we would uh, we would bring up random selections from the Asian market, mm-hmm. and we would have everyone taste test it, and we yeah. had a rating scale. So uh, <laughs> it's a good game to play. One was live frog. Five, I think we had like I forget what. There was some sweet tea that was really good. Mm. But uh, so Mr. Brown's in the middle. Depends which one you get. Yeah, it's it tastes like iced. Iced coffee from a can, yeah, from a can, which is <laughs> kind of cool. metal. It is metal. Aluminium. A- aluminium. But anyway, um, I forgot where I was going with it. Uh, Jason. The last few times I was there, Jason was there. Mm. And the last, like, so I've done it twice in the last few years. Yeah. <laughs> like and you always got a Jason night. Yeah. That's and cool. Before that, it was like Little Fish Records. Uh, special night oh like, man that would have been like 2012 or yeah it yeah. was a long time ago and it was like i went then i can't remember the girl and then carlos jones so it was just i remember that night yeah, yeah. you were there i think i probably was i think i was there yeah okay, cool. I, I mean i i, I think i re- that one i remember that happening i don't remember if i was there or not all right so you frequent the brothers lounge a lot yeah is that like the hub kind of <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't call it the hub, but I spent I've spent a lot of time in Brothers over the years, and <laughs> yeah, they know they they know me there. <laughs> well, it's a cool environment because everyone's listening. You know what I mean? And like, it's not like uh, other places where they're trying to enforce it. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like established that that's where you go to listen. Yeah, by now the ten by three is like that. Yeah, I would say by now the ten by three is like that. Yeah, you know, on Wednesdays. Was it, how'd you come across sticks? You're you're from Brunswick. I'm from Medina. Medina. Um, um, the ten by three. Yeah. Uh, Gary Hall. Gary. Okay. You meet right. Gary Hall. I've met Gary, but yeah. I don't know Gary too well. Yeah, Gary Hall has been running open mics for uh, more years than any of us have probably been alive, and he. I used to go to the Winchester open mic all the time. And okay, they, and back when he, it was like on Wednesdays, right? Tuesday, it was Tuesdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays. They did it twice a week. Damn. Uh, and uh, I used to go to those, and then Gary one day was like, hey, you should check out this thing that this guy Brent Kirby's doing at Brothers Lounge, and I did that, and then and then I just kept doing it. <laughs> cool, man. Was it and with a guitar, or with with Brunswick, did you start playing there, like, 
Uh, it's like start playing out in Brunswick. I mean, because like in Medina. Yeah, or Medina. Goddamn. Uh, to me, it kind of blends together. I got my brother in Medina, yeah. and my other family in Brunswick. So when I go out that way. It's one trip. I mean, not really. Uh, I mean, I've used to play. I played in bands in in high school, and and it was like we would play at like Peabody's every so nice. often, or play at. Playing the Pirates Cove, yeah, the whatever <laughs> the the Hi Fi or whatever that place is called, the Foundry, time. the Foundry, foundry. the Hi Fi. There's one other name that I that I feel um, like I can't remember that there yeah. was for a short amount of time, and then uh, you know the Fantasy <laughs> yeah. and the Symposium and the Outpost in Kent. And, yeah, you know, we, we play places like that for. You know, where they're ripping off kids for ticket sales and stuff like that. And yeah. so I didn't start gigging really until. Uh, uh, now, when you were playing in that, that was with Maddie Finn, right? Maddie Finn. I had a metal band called Shane Stokes. Uh, <laughs> pretty funny to look at. Did you guys have metal straws? We did not have metal straws. Ah! I'm, not, I'm not sure if that was a thing that was really. Uh, could have been the first band that had yeah because a metal straw is pretty waste conscious yeah it's you know? pretty so uh, that's pretty great you're just gonna carry that around with you i'm just gonna be dio of straws yeah i've been trying to think of a whole bunch of metal puns to say with it but i can't come up with anything yeah <laughs> I got, you had some thought in that there's like, a there's gonna be a lot there's gonna yeah. be a lot yeah. <laughs> uh but um so this what was the other bands then if or was it just that band with maddie because like that's how that's how i met you I was thinking it was Guitar Center, but I remember one of C-Level's first gigs where Jay, yeah, who's Symposium or something. Yep, or, was with the yeah. Symposium. And, yeah. like, that was like, man. No, I always played in a bunch of bands. I mean, we had all these bands that sort of formed out of the high school rock-off. Like, we would meet people, and and I, and then, I don't know, I ended up... We, there was all these bands that, like, I, if I named them, you wouldn't even be able to find them on the internet. Yeah, cause it was just, they're in MySpace. Yeah, I don't know. They might hole. be on MySpace, probably, but, yeah. <laughs> But that's cool, man. Any guys you're still playing with now besides like Maddie? Wasn't Dave uh, Shaw? Dave with? Shaw, yeah, yeah. I met Dave Shaw back then, and he's he's in my band now. And Dave's like a pretty badass uh, recording engineer and producer. Yeah, man, um, stuff he did with Gall was amazing. Yeah, Dave's awesome, and I think he's gonna do a lot of like in the next five years. I think watch out for. I think Dave's gonna make some of the coolest records coming out of Cleveland, but. Um, yeah, Dave Shaw, uh, I mean, my brother Russ, but he's been with me before that. Uh, and because he was born out of the same womb. <laughs> True. And, so that goes back a little, yeah. little bit to as far as you can remember, yeah. arguably. And uh, um, I'm trying to think, guys I'm playing out. I mean, yeah, lots of guys I met back then. Brian Poston, an incredible guitar player that lives out in Streetsboro. Okay. Uh, I've heard his name, but I don't think I've met him. Um,. So was metal like your thing? Uh, when I was younger, I was yeah. into like metal and progressive. Who were the guys? Rock, huh? Who were the guys? Who was the guitar player? Who was the oh the band? Oh, I like... love Ronnie James Dio. So it's great yes! that you brought him up because I that's I love him. Uh, no, I was I was really into like pretty cla- like Randy Rhodes was the guy yeah. that I started. So nice. Ozzy and Sabbath and. Uh, you know your Led Zeppelins and Jimi Hendrix, that kind of uh, yeah. stuff that eleven-year-old white kids get into. <laughs> you can't not though. You can't hold this instrument and be like, no, you got to go through that stuff. You, <laughs> you got to know what the thing is. You know, you got to yeah. know how it's how it's used. Oh, that's awesome, man. So I remember. 
because I remember meeting you from that show, and then when I started working at Guitar Center, oh, Ray's here, and this guy would just be shredding in the corner, and, like, <laughs> not to, like, put the people in there, like, oh, cool, like, something to listen to, because when at Guitar Center, like, people would come in and just play as loud as fucking yeah, possible. Guitar Center is so bad. Yeah. Uh, just everything about it, unless, yeah. it, unless I'm in an emergency, you know. Um, but, I like, uh... Yeah, the other thing about Guitar Center is people come in there and they just will, you know, whatever they do. Everybody knows what people do in Guitar Center. They go in yeah. there, they find a pointy guitar, and they try and play Sweet Child of Mine <laughs> through a line six, like with the wrong everything, and they play it wrong. <laughs> but they play, those guys play everything so loud. And then you can't some, tell. And then some motherfucker will come in there, and he's like just, just loud enough for him to hear it. Like you know, like and play it's it right. Like, well, just no, not even play it right. Just like would we'll be be in there and be like, you just can, when somebody uh, sucks, it's mostly because they think they're not very mindful of their environment. For sure, you know, like List. working there and hearing, but you hear it all. It's like it doesn't. It's just a wall of sound, and like you can't escape it. And like when someone comes in there, like being thoughtful and just jamming, you're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, but anyway, um. So your brother, he's always been a piano player, um, and did he do some of the prog stuff with you, like earlier on? No, well, he Russ didn't start playing until he was probably about sixteen or something okay. like that. So he just was around, and he's just got music in him. You know, he plays drums too. Oh, okay. Um, so he does a little bit at all. Not in. He don't play drums in any in any way where he, he you would see him out doing it. But uh, we're trying to get him to play more because nice. he he just he has it you know he just does it and it's kind of he plays keys and he's I mean he's amazing at that but it's uh, he don't he started late but he just he just soaks us he soaks stuff in so so quickly and learn he's just one of the quickest learners you know um, is he uh, older or younger Russ is a year and a half younger than me okay okay damn your older brother mm-hmm. shit man yeah it's just the two of us just the two of us yeah heard, heard <laughs> that's that. cool man. Um, is there any other music in the family? Uh, not to speak of. Not to speak of? Yeah. Grandpa didn't, like, play accordion or some crazy, like... I think my grandpa played the French horn. Okay. But I never heard him do that. Um, apparently my grandpa plays the accordion. I haven't heard him do it, but mm. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen the accordion around. <laughs> I had a grandpa that wished he... I had a great grandpa that he always... I think he tried to play the accordion and he never stuck with it, but he yeah. really likes this guy named Al Battistelli that, uh... It's like an accordion, like polka a polka legend. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, it's kind of cool. He, one time he gave me a bunch of cassette tapes. Yeah, oh, just guy. polka music. Yeah. <laughs> Did you dig into him? Were you like trying to like? Oh, I mean, I listened to him, and I was, but I was probably like fifteen, so I was like, <laughs> I don't care about this. Yeah. This is dumb. Like, oh, man, in some way, um, I do all these nursing home gigs, right? In some ways, polka music is like fucking rocking. Yeah. When everyone, the whole groups. Clapping and shit. People, yeah, and at Cleveland too. Yeah, people love polka. You know, it's it's in that it's in our blood here a little bit. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. We get a lot of different stuff here, but it, it I can see how it's rocking in a group. It's just that group's really old right now. Well, so it's, it's dance music. Yeah. So it's I mean it's just what it, it's just what it does, and it, it, I mean I think even if you even if you didn't know about it and you walked into somewhere and some band was playing polka. You probably would move. Yeah, you definitely yeah, feel one it. of those oh, musics that's like that. Yeah, was it? Oh <laughs> uh, man, can we start a polka band? Uh, no, no, no. Maybe just a recording project. David uh, Ray's polka extravaganza. No, nope, we can't. 
It's gotta because happen. I've tried to play it before, and it's yeah. a lot harder than you. You got to know. No, I know. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, so your brother he wasn't playing music. When did you pick up guitar? Was it just in high school? Uh, you heard Randy Rhodes and Hendrix, and you're like, I, I was do that. in. You know, I've always. Like when I was little, I used to carry around this plastic guitar. Yeah. And I would carry it around and like play it, you know, <laughs> quote unquote, yeah, play it, uh, air quotes. Uh, I, I would always, and I would always have it, and, and I would like perform at my birthday parties and things oh, like that. That's awesome. And I, I tried to play when I, I got a guitar when I was around eight, and the local music store, Medina, wouldn't give me lessons because something Bruno? about is it Bruno Brothers? No, something? no, no. I think that's in Brunswick, right? Oh, okay. Right, Damn so, it, dude! So, I'm mixing up. Brunswick I mean, Brunswick and Medina is like the same. For yeah, all, but for it's all not. intents and purposes, it's like 20 minutes from each other. So Medina's but, got Hinkley, right? The well, Hinkley, I would say, is sort of in between the two. Medina, right, yeah. the, the Medina, the music store. Well, there's a Woodsies there. Oh, okay. Um, and right. then, but there used to be a place called it was just called Medina Music, I think, and. They uh, were, I think, just sort of maybe butthurt that their business wasn't going. They don't. They're not there gotcha. anymore. Gotcha. They're not there anymore. So they could fuck off. But <laughs> I remember going in there, and they were told my something about like me being too young to like, take it seriously or something like that. Because I was in like first grade or something like that. Uh, okay. And like, they, I don't know if they were like trying to deter young kids, but I was really serious about yeah. it. But then I was like heartbroken. So then I didn't play guitar that was when i was like eight and then i instead uh, then i started playing a lot of tony hawk's pro skater <laughs> until i was around 11 <laughs> or 10 or 11 i think yeah. it was i was like 10 it was like summer got into the double digits and i yeah got hit those double those big the big one oh and then i remember hearing the intro to crazy train and i was like whatever that sound is that pick scrape thing that happens <laughs> i was like i don't know what that is but that's it for me and it's just like and I remember, yeah, then that Christmas I got, and uh, it's also, here's an interesting story. Uh, me getting my first guitar is sort of like a really end of innocence, yeah. coming of age thing, because it's like also how I found passage. out, well, it's how I found out that Santa wasn't real. <laughs> because <laughs> oh, because I wanted a guitar so bad, and I remember yeah. we went to like Toys R Us yeah. uh, with my parents to do shop family Christmas shopping or whatever, and uh, I wanted a guitar so bad. That's all I wanted. And th there were two guitars at Toys R Us. One of them was this like American Idol with a built-in speaker, a little purple thing. <laughs> nice. And then there were the first act like Strat knockoffs yeah, that yeah. were like closer to a real guitar. They were real guitars. You yeah. know, they just were not. But you know, they're first. So your parents can spend ninety bucks instead of having to buy. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. So they're for that. Take purpose. that gamble. But, but I, but I remember. We went home and we, we had a GMC Jimmy like this SUV and you could pull this you know, cover over the back so you can't uh, see what's in the back or whatever. So when we left, Toys R Us, <laughs> that cover was up and I was like, okay, I know something's, something's back there that I'm not supposed to see. Yeah. So we went in the house. My parents were like, whenever, I don't know if everybody was, it. I waited until everybody was in bed or whatever. Yeah, and then I snuck out in the garage there. and pulled it back. But just, but I was scared, you know, because I have that little, you know, your parents you have know. the, the fear of gods over your shoulder or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, so I pulled back the cover and I looked and I just saw there was a guitar in there and I was like, yes, but I was so disappointed because I thought it was that little one, that American, American Idol. Idol one. Oh, well, okay. but it, because I just got a, got a glimpse enough to see there was a guitar and then whatever. But then Christmas morning, so I know my parents bought me a guitar. <laughs> then Christmas just... morning, their package is there and it's addressed to Raymond, 
uh, from Santa. And I was uh, like, well, I know I that s- Santa didn't buy that guitar because he was not there. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so then I was oh, so I, it was this thing of like being so excited that I got a guitar, but then so actually like heartbroken that there's no Santa Claus because I really believed in. Yeah. Well, I uh, mean, there's this thing. I can't remember when it was for me, but it was something I, like that too where you I, stumble I like, across it again. Yeah, most people don't have I but that's the moment. So it's funny for me that that's a – but then, yeah, I got my guitar, and I remember like it came with this little 9-volt battery amp that yeah. I still have. Nice. And, uh, and I just – I put the thing on the floor, and I was just like just playing the strings. Just, I was that's like, awesome. this is the most amazing sound. How long did it take you to figure out you hold the metal in between the fret to make the sound? Because it took me way too long, I think, to figure that out. Well, I didn't understand – I didn't, I don't, I see, so, you know, I think a lot of people will get a book or something or yeah. if you take lessons, which I didn't, I didn't do because I also had this thing where I was like scorned by these people that wouldn't give me lessons. Yeah. So I was like, when I was like, I'm this 11 year old, I'm like, I'm not fucked. I don't lessons. need you. And, but I didn't like, I never learned chords. So like, um, I didn't learn like a D chord until the next, like probably I don't know, six months into, yeah. but I was just playing like single note riffs, like Iron Man. And like, I would try and play these ACDC songs yeah, and I could man. never figure out how to make them sound right though. Cause I was trying to do them with single notes and that's, you can't do that. <laughs> Wait, Cause they're all, not- they're all these open chords, but, oh, yeah. but so like I, I, that was, but I, I remember trying to play Iron Man and I just would put one finger across the whole thing and just play all six strings. Bam, bam, <laughs> bam, 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 bam. And it was like, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I totally, but then, you know, we grew up with the internet and stuff, yeah. so you quickly find out what you're doing wrong. And Yeah, but that's the amazing thing about it. Yeah, man. It's good and bad, I think, the internet. Cause oh, it, for sure. It, 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 it sort of homogenizes, like, how you really learn how to do some, some manual thing where you're... I think it can cause you not to listen if you do too much of, like, put this finger here and put this finger here, and this is how you play this. I think yeah. some of what, may, you know, like, uh, like what, what makes us all who we are is the... Is the is the pieces where we try and copy what somebody else did, and the th- parts where we get it wrong, yeah, are the, then we take and make our own. No, definitely. Like you gotta learn from your mistakes, and you gotta be willing to make mistakes. And like it's weird because the whole internet thing—if you make a mistake, it's captured. You know, yeah. fucking Ray Flanagan sings whatever in the wrong key or whatever. Yeah, Katy or Perry or whatever. Katy Perry, yeah. yeah. Like whatever, it doesn't. You gotta go out there and do that and learn from that, <laughs> especially when you're first starting too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Like when I my first guitar was my brother's, mm-hmm. my younger brother's guitar. He didn't want to play it, so I I was just trying to figure out how to even make a. Do you, do you hold down the metal? Right. Which, when you get into slide planes, the right thing, but not right. like regular playing. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I don't and like ACDC was my band. Like yeah, that, it was a kid. I wanted to fucking learn everything they did. That was in the beginning for me too. Yeah. Nice. ACDC and Sabbath, and then Ozzy with the, yeah. the Randy Rhodes thing. But yeah, ACDC is like that's the shit, man. But them and Sabbath, like, what else is what's the what's better to learn on that stuff's like? So from a technical standpoint, like you can pretty much. It's, do it. It's basic, but even though it is like really it's cool enough, pretty hard to play though. But yeah, to do it right, but like it, but but on a basic level, like you could play those for sure. It's know. not you're not going through jazz standards, but you're learning yeah. standard chords. Mm-hmm. You're learning how to play over them with the pentatonic scale. Yeah, that's rock. That's blues. You just get more specific down the line. Yeah, like sorry, I don't know. Sometimes it gets a little wonky, but uh, that's crazy, man. That's a, <laughs> that's a beautiful story. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you about, how much time we got? We good? Okay, yeah, we're good. This is, you met fucking Mike Campbell? 
I met Mike Campbell for a half like, a second. Yeah. Last week or something? Yeah. In, <laughs> in like what? Cleveland Heights? No, at the music box. At the music box? Yeah. Okay. Because like I saw like a week before you posted, oh, Mike Campbell's Instagram's the shit. And like, yeah, I, I, I like, you know, it's one of those things with the universe. That, <laughs> that felt, was the craziest. I really felt like, I mean, so Mike Campbell, that's like top five guys ever to me. I, he's like, I mean, that guy's in my head all the time, especially when I'm playing on other people's stuff. I, like yeah. he's, I just think he's just like the greatest. He's just, there's nobody better than Mike Campbell. Like you, there just isn't. He's just so good. He, he always sounds good. He always picks the right thing. Like his he 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 uses lots of different guitars, you know. Yeah. And 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 he so he's it's not like he's you know lots of guys that we think of as these like great guitar players. Um, and they they you know they develop like a very specific style and they have yeah. their thing that they do, but then in other situations they maybe they aren't the most versatile. Like yeah, you, can't you know get- like Jimmy Page outside of Led Zeppelin. Although he, you know, he's he's he did do lots of session work and is is great, but it's like you just you see him in these other situations where he's like doing some award show or whatever yeah. like that, and he he don't sound like the Jimmy Page that you know because he's yeah. not in his element. Whereas I, I, on that credit, like somebody like Eric Clapton, I think everybody he plays with, he sounds like Eric Clapton. That's that's yeah a pretty. Uh, I think that's a sign or, of someone who's more versatile. But Mike Campbell's that way. But anyways, so he, yeah, he's even more in like in the works. Like Clapton, you know, it's Clapton. If you heard Mike Campbell, you might not know. Yeah, you know I mean, like if it's yeah. just like or BB King's a better example. As soon as that guy hits, like you know, you know that's BB. Yeah, well, King. I think Mike Campbell you could recognize totally when he. But the the point of the thing is that he's don't. I mean, there's definitely stuff where he's ripping solos on it, but a lot of the time he's just he's making these sounds and he's yeah. making these. I mean, he's definitely got a a, a very distinct style and all those Tom Petty records. I mean, it's Oh, like, for sure. And then he played he played and wrote on so many things and you know, over he's just I mean, he's a great writer everything. But anyway, so he uh <laughs> we I was at Music Box, uh this girl Elizabeth Cook was playing. She's from Nashville. Okay. Uh, um really good. I was there with, with Thor Platter, my buddy and um yeah, I had seen something about like a post on his Instagram on Mike Campbell's Instagram earlier that I didn't even really register to me that he said he was in Cleveland, but it was like a post of his wife doing something goofy. Yeah, and I was, I walked by, I went like went outside and had a cigarette and walked back in, and then I I looked and I I recognized his wife and I was like, where do I know that woman from? Yeah, and then I walked and I saw his hat that he was wearing, and I was like, that don't look like a normal. Like that, this guy hat. sticks out, like, yeah. And 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 then and then I walked right by him because he was sitting in the corner, right closest to the door. And then I saw his dreadlocks. He's kind of got these yeah. this dreadlock thing going on. And I was like, wait a minute. And then he like turned and looked at me. And I and then I was walking back to my seat. And I still was like, what? Like something about that. Like I didn't. Yeah. It, there, I just you don't register. And then I'm sitting down. I'm like. And then there's a moment where I was like. I think that's Mike Campbell. <laughs> and then I looked at the Instagram. I was like, he's in Cleveland. And so, and then I, but then, so I couldn't even watch the show. It was just I, like, I was like staring at him. Cause I was like, if he moves, I'm moving. Yeah. And because like, I, I mean, that was once in a lifetime thing to, to, so just randomly like, after, so after the show, he left like immediately after and went out the door and I kind of like followed him, but be try to be, Coo. try to be not, try not to like be creepy about it. But I was, he was so nice and he, yeah, he was, he, he is 
he's I just like all I did was walk up to him, thank him, and shake his hand and tell him that he means a lot to me. And I yeah. was like, I don't want to bother you. And then I got a picture with him, and he and he was like, has arm around me, and he was like, me and Ray in Cleveland. Drunk as hell. <laughs> so that's like a, awesome. Yeah, and then he gave me a pick and was like, "Good luck to you." And he, but he, I mean, so cool. I mean, that guy's just done and been, and he's met everybody, and he's yeah. he's played with everybody, and he. And the pick was like a Fleetwood Mac pick. He's playing with Fleetwood Mac right now. That's why. So he's that's in town. why he was in town. Mm-hmm. Okay, because like that was it yesterday or whatever. Everyone was mm-hmm. like posting about Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, but I guess he can't. They got to town on Wednesday, and they just hung out for a couple of days. I don't know. Maybe they're doing rock hall stuff, or who knows? But it's you know, when you tour like that, I'm sure it takes like a couple of days to set up the stage and whatever. I think yeah, they probably get lots of days off. They yeah, do big shows instead of doing lots of little ones, they, they do, do one a big. big yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. And being with like, and those guys up. probably travel pretty comfortably. Yeah, you know? like yeah, at this for point, sure. they've earned their. Their yeah, nice hotel and like yeah, absolutely. They're not Denny's dinner. A guy like that, <laughs> yeah, he deserves he deserves everything. <laughs> That's so cool, but that was just the timing of that. It's so crazy. It was crazy, you know, because yeah. it's I, I mean, and especially you know, like Petty dying last year. I was like, I'm just I'm still like I still am upset about it because that's like one of the heroes to me. But um, and it's like I always listen to Petty anyways. Yeah. But so. But then, yeah, I'm always thinking about Mike Campbell, and I just feel like, but the, yeah, like nobody else in that whole, like nobody even knew he was there, you know? That's he just snuck in. The Heartbreakers kind of have that anonymity. I don't yeah, know talking. that's right. Seven that's, in the morning or whatever this is. It feels like seven. This is my, early. noon is my seven in the morning on a Sunday. Yeah, but uh, I feel you, man. Um, But uh, but yeah, they can kind of, they weren't the face. Tom Petty was the face of yeah. the heartbreakers and even though like Mike Campbell walks into a place and you go like that guy don't look he looks like he a rock star but he, out. Yeah, he, was, <laughs> but he was not as a he was like a less metal slash in the looking way in a way yeah. <laughs> in a way like, but um so how that with you how'd you get from um to wrap this up here from doing like prog music and like metal to like like your last records more more songwriter inspired like I have two the two you've done oh you that you gave me out. What? No, they're good. I like them. Was it? Uh, well, the, the 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 most recent one. Do you have? I don't think I have that. I I have whatever you gave me at Dogstock. Uh, <laughs> I that, was just talking to know. Taylor there's, about that. See, there's these uh, yeah that stuff. There's like those these two the authority stuff. It was more of a band, and that was more like the the guys in that band were still like off of that metal pro okay. thing, and I like. I care more about songs, you know. When did that switch happen? Like, what was it getting into Petty, or was it just? Well, I think I grew up on Bruce Springsteen, so okay, you know, I think that's where that all comes from, and I so that's like the most innate thing in me. I have this reaction of Bruce Springsteen that whatever, whether I I have a more objective perspective on it now, but yeah, I I just have this reaction to it because I heard it when I was so young, Um, but I think from there. Once I got, because there was a period where I didn't like that stuff when I was like really into like Metallica and Megadeth, yeah. and and then I, somewhere in high school I started like rediscovered Springsteen, and then from there found like Neil Young and Bob Dylan and Petty and those, you know. So it comes from it all probably, and then it's just finding things through Springsteen. That's been my gateway through yeah. for so much music for from 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 Woody Guthrie to you know Sam Cooke and. and- I mean, just all these avenues of like yeah. both the soul stuff, the earlier rock and roll stuff, 
um, which I'm not super well versed in, but you know, I love Chuck Berry and I, I've gone back and the blues is really like the roots that I've found that I relate to the most. Um, and I actually don't like a lot of that early rock and roll stuff because yeah. it bothers me to hear it because <laughs> if you listen to the blues stuff, especially if you listen to like, you know, some of the, like, if you listen to like Howlin' Wolf or you listen to Elmore James, or you listen to Muddy Waters doing that electric stuff when blues went electric and kind of, uh, Chicago style. Yeah. And, and then what was this dance thing still, you know, it's like, yeah. like polka. It was a, it was this music that was meant to, to dance and whatever. And, and, and then as you, it gets closer, like I listen to Elvis do some of these tunes and it just, it's hard, you know, it's my perspective on it is so interesting because I think at the time I would have went nuts if you were yeah. a kid in then you 1954, you would just be in that music though. Yeah. But then it's now, if you listen to me having this lens on it where you can, I, I listen to like a lot of that early rock and roll stuff. I'm like, this is, this is like bad because yeah. it, it was white people stealing black people's music and it, and it. And that's truly what it was. Yeah. And then, and when you hear the difference between the two versions, you're like, oh, that's the thing. It's you know? Cool. And they had and no money, and they just recorded that on the street. Yeah. This is like, him in his studio. As far as I'm concerned, Chuck Berry is the king of rock and roll, and maybe hail, Jimmy, hail. maybe Jimmy Reed also. That, but, Jimmy Reed's <laughs> shit too, man. But yeah, that's yeah. the. Um, I do this one nursing home, and this guy's like, "Hey, Jimmy Reed's my cousin." I'm like, "What?" what? That's all I said. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, man, we used to play all the time." I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I don't know if it's true or not, but I like to believe. Hey, I love the audacity of people to say things. Yeah, if he's yeah. saying that, you know, it could be. I grew up in Medina, you know, and Cloverleaf High School. There was probably, I think I could name all of the African Americans that were there. Like, there's this, there's a kid named Dwayne, a kid named JJ, and then this kid, I think his name was Bishop. But there was, it was it. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, a, it's like, Damn. but like he, he used to go around and he would tell people that he was related to LeBron, <laughs> which I don't think was true. Yeah. But, but man, the angle, but who's going to argue with him? Yeah. It's not like he had a bunch of other people like him there that he could, that uh, would be like, man, yeah. shut up. Like you're wrong. It, it, everybody was just like, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> he That's must funny. be. Cause you're the only one that looks like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who's going to argue? Yeah. Gee, yeah. Well, I mean, the. That's a that nursing home's in Akron, so he's not by himself to say the least. Right, <laughs> but he's also in a nursing home, so he could just be like, I don't know. I'm not gonna question. It. I I like to believe it. We play Jimmy hey, Reed songs. Just, I would just tell. I would retell that story like, uh, yeah, I met Jimmy Reed's cousin once. <laughs> I can, yeah, 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 dude. I totally can play the song no, how no, I want it. Nothing wrong with a tall tale. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man. Well, cool, man. So, uh, kind of sum it up. Like the more. You're, you started playing out, I guess, like, it seems like you just got into what influenced you to begin with. Well, and that's where the songwriting came in to more, more importance, the more part you want highlighted. I look at it like anything else. If you don't know what people before you already tried to do, you're doomed to just try and repeat it. Without. And you're going to make it way harder on yourself. You know, there's none of this, like... Uh, oh, if I learn about jazz, it's gonna mess up my style. Yeah. You know, that that's not a thing. You know, it's it's like the more information you have, the more it's gonna you're gonna be able to get closer to expressing what you want to do when you have that moment of inspiration, when that lightning bolt of like immediate uh, creation comes. You're gonna have the more information you have in your bank, the more you're gonna be able to pick and choose without thinking. Yeah, what it is that you want to paint with. 
yeah, and, and that's the whole thing. But following it backwards, you know, because it's like if you so like it's like let's say you love the Stones and you just so you grew up listening to like Motley Crue and Aerosmith and then and you like find the Stones and Guns and Roses, but then you find out the Stones and it's like well, in order to figure out what they're doing, you're never gonna be able to do it unless you figure out what they were listening to, and that's really how it is. It's just like anything else, you know, like if you're a doctor, you probably need to know about the history of medicine and why this became this and why this is oh, for same. sure. It's literally no different. The only thing that makes a difference then is like who you are and your experience. But what you know about yeah. is it's like food, man. If you eat a Big Mac every day, you're going to get, you're not going to be feeling so good. And you're probably not going to be like looking too good, but it's like, <laughs> if, if you do that with music, it's the same thing. Like what you put in comes out. You know, those definitely they, 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 like there's an element that's you, but like you're filtering this information through, through your you. voice or yeah. lens. It's a Joe Strummer input output theory at work. Mm. That's if you ever look at uh, the Joe Strummer's last record, that crazy <laughs> I've never looking thing. Uh, it's goes in, comes out wherever ah. you take in. You got to take in the put out. It's true because sometimes you hear stuff. It's like some, I remember I. Sometimes, like, I've been in, I noticed it sometimes when I was, there was a period of probably around 2012 where I was, like, I would listen to, like, pop radio and country radio just to try and be in touch with what was going on yeah. and just seeing what it was about. It be started to get to so it. bad I had to stop listening to it. I mean, it's gotten so much worse, but uh, I remember, like, writing songs and be like, man, that, like, that, <laughs> I, you, you, you sub, and you're like, what, what is that, where did that come from? Like, oh, that kind of sounds like. Paramore, or like that kind of sounds like Taylor Swift. Yeah, like I know where I got it from. And then so I was like, I got to be careful about what I'm putting in my brain For sure. because it's all gonna come out. Was it? I think. Uh, are you hip to um, Saul Williams? Have you ever heard that guy? No. He's a slam poet, and then he made like hip hop music. Okay. Um, he has this whole spiel about it's all a diet. What you the media you consume is part of your diet. It is. And yeah. like you got to just like. Using a metal straw, you gotta fucking. Be, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> you gotta be careful what you take in because subconsciously it's you and put that in there. Mm-hmm. Like I think that was a really good point, man. Yeah, it's cool. Cool. You feel good? I feel, I feel good. good. I feel, yeah, I feel good. I feel I'll feel feel better in about two hours when I'm yeah. fully sprung up from the dead. But feel good. Oh, cool, man. Well, thanks for doing this. This was cool. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Cool, cool. November sixteenth, friends. Ray Flanagan. The day before my birthday. Could be, that's a good plug. Ray's birthday. The 17th. After. Yeah. What but is it? That'll be my birthday show. We, that's why you asked me, and I was like, that's the, well, that'll be my birthday show. Ray's birthday show, y'all. <laughs> I, I was just talking, when I was talking to Taylor, I was like, man, I know so many people who were born from the 14th to the 16th. Now I know the 17th. Wow. Ba boom. Yeah, you know, I think, uh, I think musicians. Being Scorpios is a thing. Yeah. For sure. Did you ever meet my friend Gabe? Did I introduce you to the flamenco guitarist? Mm, I don't know. He's on the 15th. My mom's on the 16th. Like, I think Gaul's on 14. She's, and I think, yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, Michelle's somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then now you're on this, man, I'm going to run out of fucking birthday <laughs> gifts. I don't know. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, thanks so much, Ray. Yeah, man.